Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Let's go, Arnie. Let's go. Go! Have the Giants won the Super Bowl yet when they get Tom Brady? Has that happened yet? Has it happened yet? No. Has Arizona come back to beat UCLA yet? Has that happened yet? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. I hate you. Are you buying this? I think, I got to be honest, and I love it because we're in the business of of peddling takes and selling (laughs) you our opinions here on Fox Sports Uh, Radio. But, Arnie, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. And... Usually, and we've joked about this a lot, when I'm as diehard on one side as I am right now in this Tom Brady thing, it usually goes the exact opposite direction. <laughs> like you were with the Khalil Mack thing. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's yeah. go ahead because I like to get perspective here because, as I've been told, there's no money in being right, and I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. So uh, Khalil Mack's never getting traded, yep. right? That's number one. Uh, number two. And maybe the most important thing in all of this, Russell Westbrook will never sign long-term with Oklahoma City, which which he did. And no one will ever want to come play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I've I, I missed on a few. Just a with, couple. With that said, yeah, I think the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire sports life is anyone <laughs> trying to sell me that the Giants would be the proper landing spot for Tom Brady. I would, you know what? Let me tell you something. Whether it happened or not, I would have tears of joy. <laughs> um, I would, I would, I would start writing the emails now to our bosses saying, I plan on being at the Super Bowl so I could see my Giants play. I, it, I, I would be fantastic. I, I love it because you hate this dude so much during the year. <laughs> I, I've never understood it. You can't stand Tom Brady. You constantly think he's done, you think he's finished, and. As we come to you live tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Suddenly, you're all in if he 
goes to the Giants. Am I am I hearing this correctly? Well, you know, it's kind of like you see that girl and you're like, well, you know, she's not that pretty. I don't like the way she laughs. She has a few extra pounds. But then if she says she goes out with you, then you don't find anything wrong with her. It's kind of something like that. You know what I mean? So in other words, I think I get what you're I, I think I get what you're throwing down. That means I want Tom Brady is what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm tired of Daniel Jones. I want Tom Brady. You you couldn't care less. Until there's an interest shown in you, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, what's what's going on, Tom Brady? Let's go. All right. I'm with you on that, Arnie. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I, again, like I said. Because we all I, know he's going to go to the Titans, right? That's pretty much a done deal. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get to that little phone conversation. Or, or wait, 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 didn't Edelman say he's going back? I, I don't know right. who to believe anymore. Right. That's that's really the, that's the, the, the only really – tangible evidence right. that we have and nobody wants to believe that right exactly no one wants to believe what julian edelman mouthed to us during the syracuse north carolina game i just i i've heard I, you know what i, I want to play this cut off the top I, this is this is a little bit breaking form but with that in mind arnie i i love peter king in fact one of the the great joys of having this show late on a sunday night is we usually get what was the Monday morning quarterback and is now, what, football morning in America. I, I love reading uh, Peter King. I think he's an incredibly talented writer. But he was, he was on, maybe it was with Coward this week. And this shows you how kind of ridiculous we're getting right now with our Tom Brady information. M help me make sense of what Peter King is saying here. I just had breakfast this morning with a – quite a big influencer in the NFL. And I said, what's your gut feeling about Brady? He goes, oh, he's, he's definitely going back to New England. And this guy knows a few things. And again, has Bill Belichick had his summit meeting with Tom Brady? I don't know. Not that I know of, but who knows? Maybe he has. I wish I could say, yep, he's right, or no, he's wrong. But I can't say either. I'd be surprised if that decision has been made. But that that's the only thing I can say. It would surprise me. So – so Peter King has talked huh? to a guy. Huh? <laughs> Thank you. What did he say? I, huh? I, I just want to say, whatever Fox Sports Radio editor, and we've got a, a crew of millions and millions working behind the scenes, whatever editor put that in the rotation this week, bravo. It, it made my week because, again, it's not a knock on Peter King. It's just it shows you the madness, Arnie, of what everyone is trying to figure out right now, which is, What's he going to do? Because I'm in the firm camp that he's staying in New England, and I've, I've felt that way from day one. But you can't help but start to kind of sway a little bit over these last few weeks, especially with you know the great, I guess you could say, barbershop for NFL people. Whenever I mean the combine, of course. When everyone gets together and they spew their lies and they share their information, we came out of the combine, Arnie, I think more confused about his future than we've ever been, haven't we? I, I don't know which way to I go back and forth. Part of me wants like, okay, he's going to stay. And then I see him talking to Frable. Then you hear the giant rumors. Then you hear about the Colts out there. You, you, you just don't know. And then, of course, we, we didn't even get to the Raiders rumor. You know, how is that one already done with? Are we that would that seemed like it was just last week. That seemed like three months ago. What what happened to the Raiders rumor out there? So you just have no idea which one to believe. I don't know. My head is spinning, you know. And then here's the hardest thing to, to possibly, I guess, kind of hash through here. All right? Let's think about this for a minute. 
Yeah. We literally sat and listened to just about every single coach this week. And if we didn't hear from a coach of a team, we heard from a general manager. And then what are we told after kind of listening to these coaches and general managers? Oh, well, you can't believe anything they're saying. I mean, what? <laughs> I, I I love it. I love this time of year. I'm, I'm addicted to the draft. It's one of my favorite times in college and in pro football. But Arnie... We're basically told that everything that we hear and everything that comes out of the combine is a lie. I just so love it's... that you can do that, though. Could you imagine if I said, Chris, for one month, you and I just get to lie our backside <laughs> off? Whatever we want, we just get to make up trade rumors and, and lies and injuries. And, and it's just like instead of April Fool's, it's the whole month of April we get to do I never heard of such a thing. I, and here, here's the funny part is I, I got real excited when I when we got hooked up tonight and I was uh, talking to Bobo, who's on the wheels of steel tonight. Lita Lap is out, so Ryan Music has hooked us up with uh, Matt Vert. Am I saying it right? Matt uh, Verderam. Verderam. Okay, you've had him on on Saturday. I night. have him. I have him on every week in my local station. I've never talked in to him. Vermont. This is going to be this is going to be my first time, so I'm excited to talk to Matt Verderam and and he's been a part of it. And obviously, DeSager is going to be on updates. And I got so excited because I have so much audio and so much to get to from the combine and from players and from movement and from scouts' uh, assertion of what they saw this week. And, and I don't know what is real and what isn't. But, Arnie, isn't that the better part of the next two months in the National Football League? Obviously, we get a few answers here in two weeks whenever we finally get to, to free agency. But then from the point that free agency really kicks off to the draft, we're back in Lions season, right? Well, I you, don't mean the Detroit Lions. I mean Lions to yeah, us. You love this stuff. Oh, I, mean, I do. I, I enjoy it, but I'm I'm already into March Madness mode. I'm into the tournaments. I'm hoping my Arizona Wildcats hang on just to make the tournament. I'm into the conference tournaments. I'm I'm all into that. I'm all into basketball mode. I don't have time to, to you know, have my head spin on where Tom Brady's going to go, you know? Let me ask you this. Just, just oh, to, to, to pose I just insulted you. I just insulted you. No, no. Well, we have to have this balance because if I just sat here and talked nothing but NFL free agency, oh, where's geez. Tom Brady going to go and and – who really impressed you at the combine? You know, they, I, I would have people yelling at me for a, at least who two of the three. Who impressed you at the it's combine? Like, right. I mean, come on. Oh. You're, you're already wanting Brady to the Giants. So, I mean, come on. You, you've got to have at least been impressed by somebody. You're not – you weren't impressed by a linebacker running a running back? Like, yeah, I'm exactly. not going down this. I'm not going down this rabbit hole and fighting with you. <laughs> but I think we need that balance, Arnie. We need that balance. You're, you're, you're my – Equal is that the proper my equilibrium? You keep my equilibrium here because if I just went nonstop, we would ignore the fact that your Arizona Wildcats are dropping like an Ugh. anchor. What are they down to? Like a seven or eight seed yeah. right now? Why, I'm just wondering though. Why aren't you or why aren't we? Um, Go ahead into this year's March Madness. I know last year we had Zion, and we've been doing the show like eight years, and it seems like every time March comes around. We're just so geeked up about it. I, I can't go through the eight years and you remember, you know, which was the big stars or the big teams and how many teams only had maybe one loss or something like that. And, you know, it was Zion type players. But it just seems like maybe it's because, you know, we have Dayton, nothing against them, the San Diego States, the Gonzagas. Um, mid majors now are, are climbing all over the top 10. Very few blue bloods. I don't know if that's it or what. I uh, Baylor, you know, not, not the big names out there. I, I don't know what to think about it. 
Yeah, in your four one seeds right now, you have really one blue blood, and that's Kansas. And at the very least, you have two, maybe three every year. And you've got a team that plays uh, two teams that play on the West Coast and in San Diego State and, Bay- and Gonzaga. And I'm willing to bet, Arnie, 90% of sports fans, and I don't just bet college basketball fans, and I know no one probably covers it better than your Saturday night co-host Aaron Torres. Yeah. He lives it, man. He that's That's his beat. But I'd be willing to bet that there's a very large percentage of people that haven't even watched San Diego State play a game yet this year. And they're like, huh, is Steve Fisher still their coach? Wait, is it, isn't, that where, isn't that where Kawhi Leonard, oh, you know what? That's where Marshall Falk went. And they haven't really taken the time to see how good they are. So to, to that point, I think you're right. And I think it's a reason why we've kind of been slow to really go all in. That's not a knock on San Diego State. That's more on us as consumers. And I truly think when we get to that first and second round and maybe even the conference tournaments next week, Arnie, when people see top and play for Dayton, whenever they watch San Diego State, when they get an idea of just how good this Baylor team is, even though they're coming off a loss, uh, and you kind of see teams that are starting to emerge, I I, I really truly believe, Arnie, that you're going to see as interesting of a tournament. And I think there's going to be a Sunday night uh, after the first wait. We we usually have selection Sunday, so we get to look at the bracket. Right. Oh, then we get we get to the Sweet Sixteen, right? We get a chance to talk after the first and second round. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we'll get a ton of reaction when people finally see some of these teams play, and it'll be along the lines of, "Wow, that was incredible! I had no idea about X team. I had no idea about San Diego State or Dayton. I mean, I could be crazy, but I think when people watch these teams play and they really see them in a, in the tournament setting, I think it's going to change a lot of people's perspective on. But it's been a much better college basketball season than we're giving it credit for. Well, and you may be right about that, but I see it the other way. I see like all the major upsets. Not that like I'm, I'm praying a San Diego State team loses or right. or something like that, but I could see you know number ones dropping. I could see, um, or you may have like a number ten seed um, go to the Sweet Sixteen or the uh, to the Final Four, something crazy like that. I, that's the type of tournament this is. It really is so wide open. Yeah, so I, I'm intrigued. You know, we are. We kick off the final week of the college basketball regular season here in about, what, well, less than 24 hours, in about, what, 18 hours from now with Big Monday. And by the time Saturday hits, we're off to conference tournaments. So, Arnie, uh, next Sunday we'll be previewing conference tournaments. And then that following Sunday, we'll have brackets in hand. That is right. We'll be sitting here on a Sunday night talking brackets. And all I want to talk about is NFL free agency. So you better be boned up on your bracket. Bobo DeSager, you better be ready on your bracket because by that point, I'll be sitting here going, oh, my gosh, is Brady going to sign tomorrow? What's going on? So that's that's what's coming up on this program over the next two weeks. Hey, tonight, in addition to talking a little bit about what we learned from Indianapolis, and by a little bit, I mean a lot, Todd Furman's going to join us from oh, Vegas yeah. coming up next hour. You've got Arnie's picks. We had a great game tonight in the NBA between the Lakers and the Pelicans. We'll I had the Pelicans that. winning. That was my pick last night, so I, I'm off to a good start. Now you bounce back tonight, Arnie. Yeah. You bounce back <laughs> in the final segment tonight. And as always, you're a major part of this show, so let's get the discussion going on Twitter at Plank Show, at Stinking Genius One, or at Fox Sports Radio. And I think it's the question that's going to drive the sports news cycle over the next two weeks, and that is, what does Tom Brady do? If you're a Titan, Raiders, Giants, uh, Patriot fan, I mean, do, do you want him? I, I think for the Patriot fans, they're dying to have him back because you By know the, what your answer is without him? There isn't one right now. Exactly. For New By the way, you could be fired 
um, for talking 14 minutes and not mentioning Tony Romo and $17 million. That's a fireball offense right now. Nah, I, I think I think you're. I, I heard you last night, Arnie. I know how mad you are. <laughs> and I'm sure that if Scott Shapiro called you tomorrow and said, Arnie, we want you, we're going to pay you $14 million, you would stop and go, what about the players, though, Scott? I need, I, I need to make sure the listeners are taken care of, too. I'd Come say, on, what about man. Plank? Make sure Plank gets what, his share. That's the last thing you no, would do. No, I'd be backing you. i go, if Plank doesn't get what I get, forget about it. Right. If, if, if Shapiro called with that offer, the immediate re- response would be, I don't even know that guy. Chris who? I have Chris no idea. Who? Chris I who? have no idea. All right, when we come back, <laughs> let's talk what we learned at the Combine. It's a busy Sunday night with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Let's get after it. Big night from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios with Arnie and Plank. Of course, for me... I just want to do three hours of NFL talk, combine. Of course. Arnie wants to talk nothing but Tony Romo's deal and college <laughs> basketball. Well, but that doesn't uh, intrigue you about the Tony Romo sure, deal? Stop it. Sure. We'll, we'll get yeah. to it. Um, but right now, let's talk about the NFL and free agency and a little bit of, of some combine talk. Matt Verderam joins us, national NFL reporter for Fansided, the Stacking the Box podcast. Matt, thanks for taking time. Uh, first and foremost, obviously Isaiah Simmons kind of came out as the buzz of the combine, but how impressed were you with some of the offensive line numbers? I mean, we didn't think much of this tackle class or even this this guard class, but, man, they put up some big-time numbers in Indy. Yeah, they sure did. Look, I think it's going to be a pretty good class, especially for tackles. You look at some of these kids like Wirfs out of Iowa. You look at Andrew Thomas, who might be the most well-rounded of all. Wills, Ezra Cleveland out of Boise State had a great combine. I think he was thought of as a late second-round pick. Now he's thought of maybe as a early second-round pick, top forty pick kind of guy. 
Uh, of course, Beckton, my goodness, he's six foot seven and three hundred and seventy five pounds or whatever he is, uh, tested incredibly well. So, yeah, look if you're in, if you're in the market for a left tackle and you don't get Zach Conklin in free agency, who are, you know, or I guess in Conklin's case on the right side, uh, yeah, you're going to have a lot of options here in the top fifty picks of the draft. Matt, you know what, May, and uh, we speak uh, to you every week out in uh, Vermont, of course, Burlington, Vermont, but you know I'm a quarterback guy, so Burrow didn't throw, Tua didn't throw, uh, did Jalen Hurts, I heard he looked pretty good, um, you know, where did Herbert come on in, what other quarterbacks are making up some ground here? Yeah, I think Hurts really made himself some money uh, in Indianapolis. He did really well for everything he did, he impressed in interviews, I think everybody saw a little glimpse of that, uh, I think it was NFL Network put out his his whiteboard stuff with Steve Mariucci is very impressive there. Uh, and then, look, Justin Herbert, I saw him talk to him down in Mobile for the Senior Bowl back in January. He was very impressive. He knew he was going to do well in interviews. I understand that's the case. Uh, you know, and, and then you look at a guy like Jordan Love, who he fits the way teams want to play now. You know, he can play off script. He can play outside the structure. The biggest thing with him was he threw 20 touchdowns and 17 picks at Utah State last year. Right. So that's the big concern is, was he just trying to do too much because the team around him wasn't very good? Or is he going to be prone to turnovers? I think most people feel like if you get him in the right coaching staff, you get him in the right system, he'll be fine. I think he's going to go the top 15 picks. I think you're going to have five quarterbacks going the first round. I think Jake Beeson going to sneak in there in the last few picks. Wow. I think so, too. I think so, too, Matt. And I, and I think what's really interesting about Eason is – or Eason, excuse me – is going to be who who pulls that trigger. Is it a team that maybe trades up from the second round and is worried that he might not get to him and, and parts with a first-round yep. pick from next year? Maybe. I don't know. It could be hypothetically Green Bay wanting to find their next Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing teams out there. But – you know, you're a guy to talk to to me when it comes to quarterbacks because you saw what the uh, Chiefs could have done with Patrick Mahomes from the moment you started scouting him. Is there a fit you see like that with any of these guys now, like you saw with Mahomes in Kansas City back in 17? You know, I, I think Love would be a really good fit in Indianapolis. Because I do Frank too. Wright, Frank Wright is a really smart coach. He's, he obviously came up. Uh, as a former NFL quarterback and OC then with the Chargers and then with the Eagles, of course, won the Super Bowl. And then he gets to Indianapolis, and he really reworked the way they played. I mean, Andrew Luck, it was much more about getting the ball out on time under right than it ever was uh, in the previous regime with Pagano. And you saw Luck thrive and really play some of the best ball of his career. And I think if you give Jordan Love that offense, I think he can be really good. Now, Ethan... He's an interesting guy. He's a traits guy, right? He's got mm-hmm. a big arm. He's a big kid. Uh, you know, seems to be very intelligent. He's somebody that I think, you know, you've got to put him in somewhat more of a traditional offense, so to speak. Like, I wonder, you, know, you talked about a guy, you know, getting picked like him from a team coming up from the early second round. What about Detroit? Right? Like, there's okay. all this stuff out there about Stafford. Now, Stafford's not going anywhere this year. He's going to be there this year because they're not going to trade him and take on a $32 million cap hit, especially in a year where if the coach doesn't win, he's fired. But if they can get some pieces around Stafford this year, let Eason sit on the bench for a year, even two, I like that fit. I actually think he could be pretty good there. I just don't know with Detroit needing to win right now, would they do that? 
would they make that move? I'm not sure, but I, I think he'd be an interesting fit there. Matt, wide receiver, it is heavy, my friend. Maybe, what, 6-7 in the first round. You could get rich if you're looking for a wide receiver. We know Jerry Judy's out there. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I saw the highlights of him. He looks phenomenal, does he not, or what? No, it's a great class. Everybody you talk to, and I don't think you have to be even an indie for this, is, look, they are, you're talking at least a half dozen deep in the first round. And like you said, like you've got Judy, you've got his former teammate at Alabama, Henry Ruggs, yep. who ran on the four twos. You have CeeDee Lamb, T. Higgins out of Clemson's an interesting kid. I'll tell you a guy who did great at the combine, was Denzel Mims out of Baylor. Yeah. He was unbelievable. He ran a four three eight. It's a big kid, six foot three, two hundred and eight pounds. Uh, in fact, there was a tweet I saw. If if you compare his combine to former players and try to get a comp, the closest one is Julio Jones. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be Julio Jones, but that's wow. one heck of a combine comp to have. Hmm. Uh, you know, before the combine, I would have said he was a fringe top fifty pick. He might end up in the the latter stages of the first round, really early second. So you're talking about all those guys, guys like Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. I mean, there is there is a lot of talent. Justin, Justin Jefferson, yeah, don't forget him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, out of LSU, he was incredibly impressive, uh, both when he spoke to the media and then, of course, when he got on the field. So, look, there's going to be a lot of guys. There are going to be. I would I would venture a guess that of the top fifty picks, ten of them are going to be received. Wow, wow, Matt wow. Verderam's in the house with us. Um, gosh, I, I so many angles I want to go with you, Matt. But let's kind of shift to free agency here. <laughs> is is this going to be just kind of waiting to see what Brady does, and then everything kind of either falls into place from there, or, or what? What's the true first domino of free agency? You think is it Brady? Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably fair. If you had to pick one, I think it probably is. What will be very interesting is, let's say the CBA gets ratified here before the new league year is set to start on March 18th, which it's expected to be. Mm-hmm. If it does, you don't have that two-tag thing anymore that you were going to have that all, this offseason where it was a loophole in the CBA and you could use your franchise and your transition tag. Now, if this new CBA goes through, you can only use one of them, which is the way it is most years. For most teams, that's not going to matter. It's going to really matter for Dallas going to really matter for Tennessee, and it is going to really matter for the Buccaneers and Jameis Winston. Because the talk around Indianapolis is they're tagging Shaq Barrett one way or the other. Well, if they've only got one tag, and they tag Barrett, and they can't come to some kind of a deal with Winston prior to free agency, that complicates things. Because now, if Brady's out there and nothing happens for him with the Pats before free agency, now all of a sudden you're looking at it and going, okay, if you're a team like the Bears, the Chargers, which way do you want to go with it? Do you want to sign the older guy who obviously is a generational player for the Chargers You stick him on every billboard in Los Angeles? <laughs> or do you want to go with Winston and roll the dice a little bit? So I do think Brady's the first domino. But if Winston goes to market, which he could, I think that complicates things because then you have that older guy who you might win a championship with in the next couple of years. But if you don't, you got you to start from scratch. Or you take the kid who just threw for 5,000 yards but also threw for 30 picks. Which part of the good or bad do you like or not like enough with Winston to make that move or to avoid him? So yeah. I think those are the two players I'm looking at right now. Matt, that, that being said, do you think Brady's going back then to the Patriots? Or is there something to this where he was FaceTiming Vrabel and the giant <laughs> rumors and all that stuff? You know, I, I 
wrote it in my column, Scott, tomorrow on Fan Side. And I, I would say don't believe anything you hear right now with Brady. And I, and I mean everything. Good, bad, otherwise. And that's not to say that any of the reports on him aren't, aren't accurate and, and fair and all that. But I think nobody really knows. Like right now, I'm sure in his head, he's like, I'm going to free agency. I've got the upper hand on Belichick for the first time in 20 years. I'm going to put the screws to him a little bit. But Kraft is like a father to Brady. What if Kraft, 72 hours before free agency, calls him up and says, look, what is, it going to do? what is it going to take? What is it going to take for us to bring you back? I do believe that if he leaves, the best spot for him is Tennessee. He knows Rabel. He, he obviously has a long-time, long-standing relationship with him. It's a good team, especially if they can bring back a couple of their key free agents like a Jack Conklin, like Derrick Henry. I don't think it makes sense for him to go to a team like the Raiders. I don't, I'm not saying he couldn't. I'm not saying it's impossible. But to me, it doesn't add up. Why, why go there? They're not, they're not even as good as New England. It just doesn't. You're going to go there and learn a whole new system and a whole new scheme and everything else for a year, maybe two. I think if he leaves, he goes to Tennessee. My gut still says he's back in New England. I, just, I think ultimately if they go out and get a few pieces to put around him, that's his best chance of winning. And I think he's, he's just such a competitor. I still think he wants to win. I don't think it's a money grab for him. Good stuff, Matt. We appreciate your time, buddy. We'll have to do this again soon. Thanks, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me. Arnie, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Did you realize how crazy yesterday was in college basketball? Not, And this isn't piling on because your Wildcats lost or anything of that nature, including the six losses by ranked teams yeah. to unranked teams. Uh, there were 48 wins this year by unranked teams over AP top 25 opponents in February. Crazy. That's the most wins by unranked teams versus ranked opponents in a single month since 2007. The last time there were more in a month was January of 2002 when there were 53 wins by unranked teams over AP top 25 opponents. There's no doubt mid-majors and um, the rest of the um, you know teams outside the top 25 have caught up to the rest of the pack there. That's why you see so many upsets. I mean, on any given night, you don't even know when a team in the bottom end of the league is going to go ahead and pull off an upset. College basketball is, has more parity than ever uh, when you look at this year. It's insane. And the wildest stat of this season is this. Let's go back in time, Arnie. November 12th, 2019. College okay. football was still in full swing. I still had hopes the Raiders might make the playoffs. It was a good time. It was a good time to be alive. Oh, and the number one ranked Kentucky Wildcats <laughs> lost at home to the Evansville Purple Aces by the final score of 67-64. to You remember yes. that night? That was a fun night. With their loss today, we're talking Evansville to I Illinois saw this, State. Yes. <laughs> Evansville finishes Missouri Valley Conference play Ugh. 0 and 18. They're the first team in NCAA history to beat the AP number one team and lose all of their conference games in a single season. How is that even possible? How do you how do you lose 18 games in a row and, and you beat Kentucky? They were nine and four at one point. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you got to watch out for this team, man. They're really going to make some noise in the tournament. Uh, no tournament. What are you talking about? Uh, insane. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I will say, though, the one thing that I do find 
quite fascinating about this whole saga, Arnie, is when when you look at kind of where that team was and everyone was kind of going crazy because who was it? Uh, McCarty's their head coach. Yeah, but they fired he, him. Then yeah. he ends up getting canned yeah, midseason. Yeah. I mean, what what just an absolute wild magnification of just how crazy this year was in college basketball. And for some of you, Welcome to paying attention to college basketball. It is now March. Um, yes, uh, San Diego State is going to be a one seed. So is Gonzaga. Looks like the other two ones, even though they lost on Saturday, Baylor's probably still going to be a one seed. So is Kansas. But uh, welcome. Welcome to March. It's time to start caring about college basketball. And I think, Arnie, I think we're going to have a wild NCAA tournament. All right. Um, I, I hate to like try to close the door on college basketball here but you but, will but 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 when we come back yeah can i can i dive back into a little nfl combine i promise i won't talk about 40 times should have kept Matt verderam around for another half hour then i mean I, my goodness i i, I, pr- I promise you <laughs> i promise you i won't talk about hand hand length or anything of that nature but arnie i i think we need to have a legit conversation about just how wild this free agent period might truly be so when we come back to the geico fox sports radio studios who's truly on the move who truly has their pickup for sale and what did we really learn outside of the underwear olympics in indianapolis (laughs) this week as it pertains to free agency that's next with arnie and plank on fox sports radio there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Can I take care of the most important text slash tweet I that's saw. ever come to this show? Did you see this? Yes, I did. All right, Trucker Joe writes, <laughs> and he tweets this at me. Bro, you okay? 
I hear wheezing from you every time you breathe in for air. At first, I thought it was something wrong with my truck, but I turned up the radio, <laughs> and it turns out it's you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dying. Uh, that's pretty much how it is. I don't think that's me because I have a cough button here, and if I'm hacking or anything, I usually Is it me? Get- I had a little bit of a cough, but I only coughed like I went, <clears throat> Tru- Trucker I Joe, this is an important thing to get into here because – I mean, I feel like I've been falsely accused of this. I mean, Bobo I would be the ultimate judge in all of this. I do I really have to give my opinion on this? Yeah, yeah, you oh, really God. do, because I don't feel like it's me. I, I but- can say this. It is 100% not Chris Plank. <laughs> what, is it me? Is it me? Yes. Do I sound like an axe murderer Dude, or something the like moment, that? Okay, listen. The moment I turn your mic off, all you hear is, <laughs> like, I swear I, I have a cough button. But know. you don't use it. And even when you breathe, like Art, like Chris would be talking, you <sighs> I do not. I do not. Yes, now Joe. take that back. I do not. Trucker Joe, I feel personally vindicated right now. Oh, jeez. And, and you know what's funny Wait, about when it? you read the email of the tweet, I literally just started busting up laughing because, I, <laughs> dude, I've told you about this before, Artie. Uh, like, dude. That's fantastic. Wow. I, I just, I feel like, I feel like I've been falsely accused. So that I was, I didn't even, my name. that wasn't even the one I thought you were going to get to. Oh, go ahead. No. no I thought I you were going to read Paul, Bill's Mafia. It says, you know, it's a slow part of the sports year when the NFL Combine is dominating the show. That's what I thought you were going to read. Isn't what's he talking about? You- every year? What are you talking about, Paul? They put the thing in prime time. It's in oh, look, prime time. Let's look, go, you, man. Look, you're, you're getting offended over that. They call me an axe murderer, but <laughs> and, you me. know, breathing like I'm a knucklehead, and that's okay. Oh, the, the funny part is, uh, it, I mean, I'm not even kidding. I am very self conscious about that. So it's funny so that am you I. would. Call, that I, but you, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. I'm going to lose my voice laughing at this because that's the best part. I, I'm so weird about sound. I, I, I'm not kidding. Like last year, late in the year, there was someone that tweeted at us because I had a microphone malfunction. I had to grab a headset and put it on. And the dude tweeted at us and said, I'm like, what's wrong? It sounds like you're broadcasting from a closet. And I legitimately <laughs> was. And it, and it still bothers me to this day. So, uh, Trucker Joe, we appreciate your consistent concern as it comes to the I guess you could say breathing. I have a great studio and a great. I have the the best microphone money can buy. So it picks up. It picks up like every little bit of noise I have in in this studio. Man, I could have swore last time you're on. I heard your wife say I loved you, but then I was like, (laughs) (laughs) well, what's kind of funny is is Arnie has a little bit of a fancier mic than I do. So that's where I get jealous in this whole thing. So anyway, Trucker Joe. Thank you for uh, causing World War Three already here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, Arnie, I want to play a couple of cuts here, uh, and yeah. then we'll get – there's a lot of really good tweets coming in. So I'm not talking combine, but I am going to talk NFL free agency because I, I don't know how you feel, Arnie. I-, I still think it's going to be the driving conversation in sports over the next few weeks. Where's Tom Brady going to go? What's going to happen with – I don't know if people care as much about the offensive line as they should with guys like Jack Conklin and where he could end up. Or maybe if Derrick Henry hits the open market, what could potentially happen? But I'm also infatuated with who is and who isn't open for business in the NFL draft. Ron Rivera and the Washington Redskins hold the number two pick, right? And a lot of people have thought that, oh, that's a slam dunk. Chase Young's going there. Well, listen to what 
Ron Rivera had to say at the Combine this week. Well, yeah. before we do anything with the number two pick, we got to see what happens with the number one pick. And so once that, that pick goes on, then we'll go from there. But, again, as I said, everything's an option. I mean, we, we, we're, you know, as far as in talking with Kyle, we've talked a couple of times already what, you know, situations potentially be. But the truth is we got to see what happens in front of us. Well, uh, here you go. I've got you, Ron. They're taking Joe Burrow. So you're good to go, all right? Joe Burrow wait, wait, wait. is going Who's they? One. Who's they? You think Cincinnati's going to risk dealing the chance to take a franchise quarterback number one overall? And, unless it's a Ohio deal that they – well, maybe it's a deal they can't refuse. I mean, if you can go back – I'm not trying to get too carried away in Burrow comparisons to Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not. But what's an offer you can't refuse? Well, suppose the Dolphins say we'll give you how many number one picks do the Dolphins have over the next Three. couple of years? You could drop down the number five and still hope that you can get Tua um, because it doesn't seem like maybe Burrow wants to play for you. Uh, obviously, you could talk to him and see how the negotiations are going to go, but not a bad option. Or maybe you drop down a little bit, you could still get Chase Young and go for a free agent quarterback. There's a lot of options you could do if you're the Bengals. Why would you want to, though? Get your guy. Get your quarterback. Build around him. You've got a young head coach. You're going to franchise A.J. Green. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. If you've got that guy there, go get him. I'm sure there's a godfather out offer out there where you stop and go, ooh, I mean, maybe this is a situation where I do need to make a move. But I, just, I can't fathom that. So let's just in our little well, do you want to you, you want to go to the prom when the girl says, uh, okay, I'll go with you. Dude, what does what more does Joe Burrow have to say that he doesn't care where he plays or that he doesn't care if he ends up in Cincinnati? He does have some leverage now, but he's I mean, what more do you need to hear from him? Do you need to see him called and be happy when he gets drafted? Because I don't know. I guess I'm I'm falling into my own trap where everything's a lie that we learned, right? <laughs> so I don't know what more you want to hear from him. I want to hear him say, "I want to be a bagel for life." That's what I want to hear him say. I don't think he has to say that to to really <laughs> want to be there. But when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we'll talk about another place in the draft that could be wanting a quarterback. Could Indianapolis be in play for one of the big names? You heard earlier we talked about Jordan Love. Well, let's dive into where the quarterbacks could fall next. It's Arnie and Plank on a busy Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, let's go to Hour 2 with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. It's the always- Combine Hour. Oh, no, wait a minute. That was the first was hour, the my bad. I barely talked about the Combine. <laughs> yeah, barely. I'm 75% of the hour. Uh. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate. I will Whoa. defend you. It is a great year to talk about the uh, you know, the rumors, the quarterback carousel, the draft this year. Um, just so much intrigue. There really is. This this is one of the best years ever with all the free agency and the Tom Brady thing and the draft. I, I love it, though, this year. I can't get enough of it. I mean, I'm not even kidding. I've got... On my Twitter feed, I have a list that says NFL info. I'll probably refresh that thing 86 times a day. I'm not even kidding. I've got one that says Raiders Insiders. I refresh that thing constantly. You thought Brady was going to the Raiders. You had tears in your eyes over that. Now, now, okay, here's an interesting angle on that uh, that I'll lay out while you make fun of me. Yes. Um, I've always had kind of this mindset that, it's like a family thing, right? To where you can say something bad about, say, your brother or your sister or your mom or your right. dad. And as soon as one of your friends says something, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa man, whoa. what are you doing? What are you? So, in other words, I could sit here and tell you, dude, it'd be so stupid to get Tom Brady in Vegas. I mean, he's, he's older. Derek Carr gets the offense. It's... It's not as bad of a fit as some make it out to be. Go draft somebody or, I don't know, bring in some competition for Brady. What? Or, excuse me, for Derek Carr, whatever. But but Brady's just, I don't think it's a good fit. So that that's my take. That's where I stand. But when I hear someone else, like, you know, our number one, when Matt Verderam came on and said, well, I don't know why he'd want to go to Vegas. Why well, get very defensive? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, why wouldn't he want to go? We're sitting at 6-4 and four last year. And if every receiver on the roster doesn't get hurt, we might be having a different conversation. If Josh, I, this is how stupid my mind works. And y- y- y'all ever been to Vegas? It's awesome. And can you imagine being the first team to play in that stadium? Are you, you going know, out there for the games? Any of the games or what? Uh, probably not year one. What? Um, yeah, I'm going to be a fan what? in year one from afar. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 we do have we do have kind of uh, Arnie and Plank uh, crews in in Vegas to where we'd always have somewhere to do the show. Yeah. But but it's kind of kind of my thought that maybe I'll, I'll wait till year two, and I also kind of think they're going to be better in year two the next year. But with that in mind, Arnie, let me say, I don't think it's as wild and as harebrained as people think with Brady going to Vegas. Now again, I don't want that. I don't care. I think they're fine at quarterback. They need to get a little bit young, and they need to get someone to, to back up Derek Carr that they have confidence in, and they can groom to be that next guy that Gruden apparently doesn't despise, like he seems to despise Derek Carr because they refuse to say what? That's our quarterback. They of say course. everything yeah. but that's our quarterback. 
So with that in mind, I don't necessarily want Brady, but man, I get so triggered when I'll hear someone say, well, why would they want it? Why would they want him? Well, first of all, if you believe Larry Fitzgerald's dad, they're going to pay him, what, $40 million. If you believe any other rumors out there, they're getting creative in like ownership stakes, which I don't even think you can do, to be honest with you. And third, it's an opportunity to build an offense with the coach. And I know everyone's like, oh, Gruden's offense, is it's so complicated, but what if they had a chance to work together and get in the lab? So it's not as far-fetched as some people tend to lay it out. And I love that suddenly Tennessee is this mecca of football because they actually had to have I – and mean, no offense to Shady Sean, and I think you agree, Sean, but it, it suddenly it's like Tennessee is, I don't know, Dallas, and it's the Cowboys. Like, man, if he's not in New England, he's got to be in Tennessee. Well, Tennessee was the last team in the playoffs – and then kind of got perfect matchups to end up where they were, and their quarterback never threw for over 100 yards or barely threw for 100 yards. So I like their roster, Arnie, but I don't know where the Titans suddenly became this this mecca of a landing spot for Brady. I agree, except everything we all know what it's about. It's about Vrabel and that whole oh, you know, absolutely. The, I mean that that's the connection there. Plus they have a good team, look how far they made it, and they've got an iffy quarterback in Tannehill. That's the situation. Back to your Raiders though. I mean, can you see them? Think about this for a second. This would be very tempting if I was the Dolphins. If the Dolphins didn't want Tua for whatever reason, decided they want Justin Herbert, and the Raiders came calling and said, hey, Miami, we'll give you the number 12 and the number 19 pick in the first round and some other stuff if you go ahead and uh, let us move up to number 5. I'd be real tempted to think about that if I knew that Justin Herbert would be down there uh, toward number 12. I'm just not sure that he's going to be there. And you guys can move up if you do want to get one of those quarterbacks. I can see somebody saying, I'll take those two picks off your hands if you guys want to make a swap. I don't think the Raiders are moving up for a quarterback. I don't think so. Now, I think I think Tennessee could. I mean, who's Tennessee starting quarterback next year, Arnie? Right, right now, as it stands on uh, is it on March first, still March first. Well, Central it's not going to be two if that's what you think it's going to be. I mean, but who is it? Who's the starting quarterback right now for the Titans next year? Well, if they re-sign Tannehill, I guess there's but... nobody. There's nobody. So why not? Why couldn't Tennessee be the team that if they strike out on Brady, they try to move up and and, and make a move to get themselves a a young quarterback? Some might say, well, they did that. They had Mariota, and it never panned out. So I, I don't know, Arnie. I don't know what the magic answer is going to be. Maybe, see, they can be affected. Here's the wild part of this whole Tom Brady thing as we talk about NFL free agency tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Arnie and Plank, Todd Furman coming up here in just a bit. But Arnie, if they wait on Brady, let's say Brady drags this out just a little bit. What if Tannehill signs somewhere else, right? Then, then what do you do? Suddenly you lose the guy that was in your system for a year and you wait on Brady and he signed somewhere else? Right. I mean, Tennessee could really get hosed in this. The Raiders at least have a fallback plan to where Derek Carr is there, and they can sit. May- Mayock and-, and Gruden can come out and say, we always wanted Gruden. Well, what about the Patriots? What, what, what are the Patriots going to do? Did you hear about that rumor that they were looking at, speaking about quarterbacks going there, that if they don't sign Tom Brady, did you hear the name that came up um, uh, on, on Friday Dalton? or Saturday? You're talking about the Dalton rumors, Andy Dalton? No, no, not Andy Dalton. Who? Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I've heard Jameis as well. I, I think what we've come That'd to That'd be a big mistake if Belichick thinks he's going to win with Marcus Mariota. Big mistake, my friend. Here's the wild thing. 
is I, I'm pretty sure as we sit here, every single free agent quarterback and a handful of draftable quarterbacks have been linked in some way, shape, or form to England. <laughs> Yeah, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Titans. I mean, the only thing we really know for Dolphins. sure right now, Arnie, the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. the only thing we really and, and again, I, we can debate about who's picking at one or whatever, but we know Joe Burrow's going one, right? And unless there's some wild deal and someone moves up to get Isaiah Simmons or Chase Young, he's going number one. And the only other thing we know for sure right now is that Philip Rivers isn't going to be back with the Chargers. As we, I mean, that's all we truly know right now, isn't it? Well, Edelman said that Brady's going back. Do we take his word for it? Don't I mean we know that from Edelman? I don't know what to make of that, but we know that from him, don't we? Weren't, weren't they also though facetiming Mike Vrabel at one point during that and, conversation? And look, this is just speculation on my part, but there might have been alcohol involved with Edelman at that <laughs> point too. So I, <laughs> so I, they all I don't know if I can take what he said there. Yeah. All right, so I have so much more tonight to get to from the Combine and and the rumors that took place throughout this past week. We're going to hear, before we get out, from Frank Reich and kind of where they see things in Indianapolis. We're going to hear from Jeff Darlington, who I guess has become like Tom Brady's right-hand man for information. Plus, Jerry Jones, he has a decision to make, so we'll play a little Jerry Jones from this past week. But, Arnie, I want to talk about a former Jerry Jones quarterback before we grab our first time out of hour number two. Who, Dak Prescott, because he wants $40 million a year, and they'll just let say goodbye? Um, no, well, I don't know. Jerry Jones made it seem like it's his, his – I don't know how many – Stevens, his only son, I think. So he made it sound like Dak's his second son. With that in mind. Third son. Tony was the second son. Oh, that's right. Why are yeah. you so triggered over Tony Romo's deal with CBS? <laughs> why, why does this make – I'm listening last night yeah. to you and Aaron. I had to drive – to pick up my mother-in-law in Tulsa, which is like a two-hour drive. So I'm on the road, and I'm hearing you when I'm driving back, and you're just you're fired up, man. I, I don't know if I've heard you this angry over someone else getting paid. Why are, you so, why are you so mad about Romo getting money from CBS? I, You know, and I said this last night, I think it's ridiculous to pay somebody that type of money when you're not watching the game because of him. You're not turning the game off if you don't like him or you're not turning it on because you like him. It it, it, it doesn't make a difference. Plus, you shouldn't be getting more money than the play-by-play guy. And I don't think you should be getting 90% more money than 90% of the NFL players either. And I know it's apples and oranges, CBS and the NFL. I, I just think it's ridiculous. And I brought up this analogy to Torres last night that's like me owning a restaurant and saying, Chris, I want you to work as a waiter in my restaurant, and you're the best waiter. But I'm not paying you $100 an hour because even if I fire you, people are still going to come to my restaurant because they like the food. They're not coming because they're to, to see Chris Plank be a waiter. They're coming because of the food. And, and that's it. They're not coming to watch the game because of Tony Romo. They're watching the game because they want the entertainment. You would never turn a Raider. If the Raiders were playing in the Super Bowl or a championship, would you ever say, I think I'm going to turn the game off because I don't like Tony Romo. So I'm thinking I'm turning the game off. You're not going to do that, Chris. I'm not. I'm not. But I, I also, I, I think I need to talk to Tony Romo's agent or get some, some understanding of negotiating because they were able to get Arnie, regardless of how you feel about what he's getting paid, they were able to get maximum value during an exclusive negotiating period. Think about that for a bit. 
there wasn't even an opportunity for let's I'm just going to throw that if for a Fox to counter or an ESPN to counter. I mean, this was a negotiating window for CBS and they got 17 mil for him. I, I don't know. I, I think Sager wants to jump in. I don't have a problem with this. I, I, don't, I don't see what's and, a big deal. Say, and But just, you know, you don't think another quarterback can do what Tony Romo's doing? You don't think there's another ex-coach out there that can take over and say, hey, I, I see the formation. They're going to run this. Of course they can. You're correct. He is not unique. So, in other words, it's other factors, guys, that come into this. And one of the factors Indeed. is that the Monday night football booth is a mess. And so they're going to bid and drive up the price. CBS is also letting go of the Saturday SEC schedule. If CBS doesn't pay big dollars to keep everything in line with its NFL Sundays, which gets the biggest ratings, bigger than most primetime shows on any network, well, then they're really out because live sports is where it's at. It's the one thing that doesn't get taped and watched later by most viewers. You can get still big ad ratings and charge a lot for the ads on live sports. Can I add one more thing to this, Arnie? I do agree with you a bazillion percent. Yeah. I have never turned off a game because of the announcers, nor have I turned it on because of said exactly. announcers. Exactly. You know, I, I watch now I watch I'll watch Colin Coward's show because Colin's on. I'll watch Dan Patrick's show because Dan Patrick's on. But I'm not tuning in to say Monday Night Football because Joe Tess is calling the game. No offense to Joe Tess. I'm not flipping on the CBS game on Sunday afternoon because Tony Romo and Jim Nance are on the call. I'm tuning in because they're the games I want to watch. That's right. I'm People still watch the Saturday SEC even without Vern Lundquist. Why? Because yes. it's Saturday <laughs> SEC football. That's why. Exactly. That's a great point. So, exactly. but with that in mind, with that in mind, I, and and this is because guys. I consume way too much media information. Um, and by that, I mean I love the business of sports podcasts. I listen to uh, Richard Dyche and Jimmy Trainer incessantly. I love the sports business radio guy at SB Radio. So with that in mind, ESPN has basically been told in a roundabout way, y'all's booth is a mess. And we're not even going to consider giving you a Super Bowl until you upgrade that bad boy. Now, some might say that's crazy because ABC and Disney could just throw all the money they want at them and make a change, but they want to make sure they have a quality booth. And they were going to do whatever it took to get Tony Romo. CBS beat him to the punch. So, Arnie, I, what I they couldn't you get as a, as a capitalist say, would love it. What, what, they couldn't get Snoop Dogg? Was that their next option there? <laughs> Dennis Miller not available? Yeah, somebody like that or what? Now they've got to go to plan B. They've got to go yeah. to plan C or plan D. They've they've seen Tony Romo as the next superstar. And it's funny because you you hit something on the head. I'm giving you credit. Good taste, wow. Tony. You wow. hit it on the head. You say, well, isn't there someone else? Yeah, Jason Witten was supposed to be that someone else. Yeah, right, he remember was when Joe Mon- Remember when Joe Montana did TV? Oh, oh my gosh. My. I mean, Awful. Yeah, so, wow. Joe Montana so- was great on Tattletales. I don't know if you ever saw that game show. He was great. <laughs> He wasn't was awesome. good, though, when they needed him to be on what Did was he win NBC? a trip to Micronesia also, Arnie? <laughs> <laughs> he was, a, he he was a regular on that show. <laughs> well, we'll continue uh, to debate this and hash it out. I'll be curious on Twitter. It's Stinking Genius One. That's Arnie's Twitter feed. I'm at Plank Show and everybody at Fox Sports Radio. I don't care from the city, and I don't think anyone else does, of, oh, I watched the game because of Tony Romo. I don't think that's relevant here. Does it factor in at all when you know what a guy makes or a lady makes that's calling the game? Does that factor into you at all? Uh, Hit us up on Twitter. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. When we come back, we'll get the perspective of a man who watches the games closer than anyone else. Fox Sports 1's Lock It In star Todd Furman with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, want to hear something amazing? Todd Furman's on with us next. Even better, Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. With no limit to how much will match, millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Do it. Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Todd Furman, FS1, Vegas Insider, joins us. Uh, you watch him on Locking In. Todd, help me make sense of, of what the madness was lying season, if you will, at the combine. Are you uh, are you buying or selling that Tom Brady's on his way out of New England? Well, first things first, Chris. If you introduce me as amazing, you're going to set your listeners up for a fall from grace <laughs> for myself. So that's a bar that I won't be able to achieve. Now, as far as the combine's concerned, I mean it's an interesting event because I think it's grown a little bit in popularity as far as sports betters are concerned. Ozmakers are always at a little bit of a disadvantage as well because they just don't have the time to dig into every single player. So you see a lot more overarching bets, whether it's over under on the fastest forty time bench press, broad jump, what have you. In regards to the Tom Brady situation, I think everybody is waiting with bated breath to see where TB12 will take his services. Will New England retain him, or will he end up out there truly on the open market? What's been fascinating, when you look at a lot of books out here in the desert, Tom Brady dipped as low as minus 150, meaning you'd have to put up $1.50 to make a dollar coming back for him to return to New England. Fox bet, however, hasn't dipped under that one to two mark, but you have seen a lot of attention being paid to the Raiders, the Titans, uh, and teams of that ilk. 
Todd, you yourself, have you ever been so sure that a guy was going to go back to a team or go get traded to a team um, that you actually took some of those odds? Or that, or, or did you say, you know what, um, I feel like Tom Brady's going to go to the Titans, so I'm betting the Titans now when they're 30-1 to 1, instead of when he goes there and they get cut in half or something like that. Well, what's funny about this market, and this will probably illustrate how jaded I am when it comes to paying into these things, I feel like a complete buffoon if I were to bet into this market and lose. So for me, I'd rather take a much lower price knowing I had perfect information and an opportunity to take advantage. Now, full full clarity on this particular topic, you haven't been able to bet this out here in Nevada for quite some time. So this is a relatively new betting market, and odds makers are quickly learning what a lot of European shops have had to go through, scrambling to stay one step ahead of the rumor mill and make sure somebody doesn't have inside information with an ability to exploit oftentimes what can be some pretty vulnerable pricing markets. Man, how challenging is that, Todd? It's almost as if you, you can never be off, if you will. You've always got to be on, and even the biggest BS rumors, it's almost as if you, you kind of have to listen to them and make sure it's not legit. It's got to be, it's got to be challenging. Uh, no doubt about it. They're going to spend as much time uh, on social media platforms as betters looking to try and take full advantage. Uh, and it goes to the old stock market axiom, so to speak, that you want to buy the rumor and sell the news because once something becomes public, it's going to be off the board. So you have to make sure your sources are better and you're able to try and stay one step ahead to those folks moving the number. Todd, it's March Madness. Um, where, how do you bet this year's March Madness? First of all, conference tournaments. I mean, take something like the Pac-12 where you legitimately have like six, seven teams that could win this. Are you going to get some odds? I mean, especially for that fifth, sixth, and seventh team, an eight to one, nine to one, a ten to one. And what about some of the other conference tournaments? Oh, I think it's going to be incredible. I mean, we seem to talk about it every year about, oh, this is a season where there's parity. It's not going to be blue bloods and the top seeds getting a chance to play for a national championship. But this year, I don't think you could really go beyond Kansas and identify three teams that are truly worthy of number one seeds. Uh, I guess by default, Gonzaga is up there, extremely talented, and maybe Mark Few's bunch is finally able to get over the hump. But you look at Baylor, they've now lost two out of their last three games somehow squandering a comfortable halftime lead on the road in Fort Worth against TCU. And teams trying to get themselves ready for a postseason push. So you almost want to try and look for who's rounding into form. And maybe you wanted to make a case for a team like Creighton, who is clicking on all cylinders offensively before they lost 20 points earlier. I think this year, maybe more than the last five to seven years combined, it's all about matchups and trying to identify who's got a style of play that can be tough to deal with with a 36-hour turnaround uh, or who are going to be a little bit undervalued uh, in the eyes of professional betters compared to odds makers. Uh, but we're going to have tournament action kick off as early as this week, and Gonzaga, an overwhelming favorite to win the West Coast out here in Vegas. You'd have to put up $4.50 to make a buck on that. And the Mountain West kicking off will be earlier than usual. Uh, I was honestly stunned to see San Diego State the 1-5 favorite at Fox Bet to win this particular tournament. When you look at the numbers that are out there, Utah State more than viable as a dark horse. Todd, what has been your assessment? And again, it's it, we're still a little bit of ways from the start of the season, but the hit by pitch exotic that's out there with the Houston Astros. I don't, maybe everyone's getting it out of their system in, in spring training, but I don't know. It just seems the Astros have been such a fascinating story. That looks to be something where you might want to be bumping that number up a little bit. What, what a fascinating storyline heading into the baseball season. Well, I think we're going to see a lot of that in April. And ultimately, the success of that particular prop is going to be determined by how Rob Manfred uh, handles the first time that a Houston Astro player is hit, if an Astro player elects to charge the mound, and a variety of other variables 
that are much different than trying to handicap a traditional market. You mentioned it in spring training, and we haven't seen anybody really get thrown at high and tight with a 97-mile-an-hour fastball uh, at anyone's head. And I hope it never comes to that. I'd rather see a guy hit in the lower or somewhere that it couldn't be potentially career-threatening, life-threatening, or, or even worse than that. But when you look at the Astros' early season schedule and you see this team that's going to go on the road for the first road game on March 30th, Hey, lo and behold, they're going to be in Oakland. You know who pitches for the Oakland A's? Much fires. Uh, that could be must-see TV uh, those two teams who battle on essentially what will be opening day for the Astros on the highway. Uh, Todd, last thing for me, you got to take the under in the Astros' win total, don't you? I mean, it's going to be a tough year. They're going to lose confidence a little bit. Everybody's going to be uh, bringing their A game against them. you got to take the under. Well, see, that's where I come at it from a little bit of a different mindset because these are still professional athletes, Arnie, and I think everyone's going to be looking to poke holes in the resume of a Jose Altuve, of a Carlos Correa, George Springer. So you may see an Astros team that's more locked in than what they've been in the last couple of years taking the us-against-the-world mentality, uh, and I'm very curious to see how their games uh, are officiated, essentially, and if the umpires are going to give opposing pitchers an extra six inches to a foot off the dish. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating watch, and I probably haven't been this excited to watch baseball during the month of March and April for one team in quite some time. This coming from a Yankee fan typically doesn't want to watch baseball until October and haven't had much to celebrate the last handful of seasons. Ah, you're the man, Todd. Enjoy the week. Thanks, as always, for your Thanks, time. Thanks, Todd. Oh, pleasure, Dad. You want to get some tweets in here? Real quick? Oh, yeah, we're getting tons. Read okay. the ones that are ripping you first. Um, I, I don't. I, I saw one guy rip me, and I retweeted it. Hold on. I'll, since you want since you want the people ripping me, I'll go with Dupree McCrath, who writes, I listen to the Arnie and Plank show for Arnie and Steve, and yeah. then he replied to it, Plank's okay. So is okay, that, so that's not too bad. You'll take that. Yeah. Um, it, this is from Paul. Paul's got a couple good ones in tonight. And I think this is a question, or at least a take, that kind of resonates with me quite a bit. Tweets the show at Stinking Genius 1 at Plank Show and at Fox Sports Radio. He writes, it amazes me that people are fighting over a dude who is going to be 43 at the start of the season and runs as well as an obese 10-year-old. Tom finally <laughs> hit the wall. He's done. Now, I, I think I think we're selling Tom Brady short a little bit here, but, I mean, if you're Tennessee or Las Vegas, and I love Derek Carr, that's my guy, I will go to the mattresses for Derek Carr. But um, Derek Carr is missing something that Tom Brady has on his finger, and that's rings. So if you have that opportunity, I, I think you at least think about it and talk about it. And if you're Tennessee and Vrabel has that experience, yes, you think if you're the Chargers what? and you're wanting to make a splash, I, I get why, why there's yeah. this buzz for him. When you say that, though, Chris, when you say, well, there's one thing that he has that Carr doesn't have, and that's rings, so you're answering the age-old question when we say who's first the chicken or the egg, you're answering the question, is it Belichick or is it Brady? Well, it, then you're saying it's Brady because it doesn't make a difference if Belichick's there. Um, as long as Brady comes, you'll be uh, in a Super Bowl run. Uh, I don't. See, I'm a firm believer that the quarterback salary should be separate of the salary cap. I, I said that yesterday. Yeah, I'm a. I, yeah. I urge. I think I heard you bring that up, and I think I've heard Jeff Schwartz talk about it quite a bit in his podcast. So, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. So, yeah, I mean, you need your quarterback, and I guess in that instance, depending on where he lands—Tennessee, Los Angeles, or Las Vegas, or even back to New England—I, I, I mean, I don't know. It'd be a coin flip, but I. Still think I'd rather have Belichick than Brady. But, am, I, am I crazy? Well, you are crazy. Yes, that is. Right. Um, but I, I want you to know something. I'm going to get sick to my stomach 
all football season, if Tom Brady signs anywhere, let's you know, Colts, Titans, New York, Vegas, whatever, and that team is winning, and the Patriots start to lose, and the Patriot fans start going, no, 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 I'm a Tom Brady fan. I'm, I'm pulling for uh, the Titans or the Raiders. No, that, that That's my second team, kind of like my first team. If I hear that, I'm, I'm going to lose my marbles. Oh, you, oh know? you know it's probably already happening. Have you, I like that <laughs> video of the guy who's a Dodgers and a Red Sox and a Mookie Betts fan now. Oh, so I, was... I, I brought that up locally in my my. Cole's going, no, nobody's going to do that. They're a Red Sox fan for life. They don't don't do stuff like that. (laughs) Ah. Every fan base has one. It's okay. Sean writes, I want and need my team, the Titans, to walk away from both Tannehill and Henry. What? And start the reload, rebuild now, and I don't want TB12 as my quarterback. That's like a crank call or something like that. Did you Crank get hacked, text. Sean? Are you sure yeah, that's what, what you want out there right now? I, you know, I was, um, I was listening to John Middlecoff, and he had brought up in talking to people around the combine how we don't truly grasp what a rock star Derrick Henry is in Nashville, and you have, you know, the Alabama fans who are all in on the Titans because Henry is there and doing well, and he's. He's the guy that is the face of the franchise. So I know we don't pay running backs anymore, Arnie, and I know that we always look at him and go, well, you need another guy to do it. But I I think they're going to pay Derrick Henry. I think they're going to do anything they can to keep him around. And I think there's going to be teams that want him. And I think they're going to go out all all out on Brady because you suddenly have that one-two combo of Brady and Henry. You feel good about your defense. That's, That's pretty enticing, even though... I'll be the first one to tell you that I have no idea how we elevated the Titans to this uh, like mid '90s Cowboys level of success. I, but, but still, that pretty impressive I, stuff. Before I pay Henry, let me look at how Ezekiel Elliott turned out. Well, that's not a good one. Let me see how Le'Veon Bell turned out. Well, wait, but that's not a good one. How about Todd Gurley? No, you know what? I don't think I'm going to pay you. I think I'm going to skip on that one. Okay, wow. I'm going to I'm going to pass on that. Thank you. You're going to pass on Derrick Henry? I love him, but I just gave you three reasons why I think I'm going to have to pass. Well, you gave three pretty good running backs there, Arnie, and I understand that maybe they they had an offseason at times. But Oh, you think? think? You I think? think? I didn't think Ezekiel Elliott was bad last year. I think the Cowboys didn't do a good job. No, they were. he football. was just great. He led him to that, what, 8-8 eight eight record and do second you, place in that so tough you, division. So you blame him for that? No, it's my fault, right? It's my fault. No, Who no, else you, am I going to blame? It, you, it's all Dak Prescott's fault. You don't have. It's to all Jason a, Garrett's fault. You don't have to be a jerk about it. You can say <laughs> the dude still ran for thirteen hundred <laughs> yards and twelve touchdowns, but he wasn't necessarily the focal point consistently of the offense that maybe he should be. So I think if you're like, oh, you paid Ezekiel Elliott, yeah, it's an average of eighty-four yards per game, but. Yeah, I think it's perfect for what they're doing in Dallas. And yeah, they had a tough year, but I don't blame Eze- paying Ezekiel Elliott for that. If I don't you, know. I don't know what I can't defend Gurley and I can't defend Le'Veon no, Bell, but, but knowing, I still wouldn't mind having him in my Knowing offense. what you know now, if I could say to Jerry Jones, would you like a do-over on the Ezekiel Elliott contract? What do you think he would tell me right now? Uh, no, I think he'd still pay him. Okay, you're fired. You don't think that they would no, still want to No, I think he'd say, you know what, Ard? He goes, he'd say, you know what, Ard? I think maybe you're right there. I think we're going to have to rethink that contract a little bit, get ourselves a running back in like the fifth or sixth round like the old days, like <laughs> Terrell Davis there. The, the Cowboys drafted Emmett Smith in the first round. They so let him go. Terrell Davis is kind of the anomaly, honestly. Well, that's why backs, I came but... up with that one to prove my point. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, and a few more here. Uh, Chewinski writes, Arnie Spanier deserves $17 million way more than Romo does. There's yeah, your burner Send that account, to Shapiro, Arnie. yes. Uh, and then Ernie the Great Opiner writes, the Giants are definitely out of the Brady carousel because Arnie now loves him. Who are we all kidding? Brady's going back to New England, and he always was. It's all a ploy, so everyone will hate the Patriots. Well, then bet it. You're getting what minus 150, as Todd Furman told you. Get get on the phone and everybody bet that he's going back to New England if you're so sure. I like this now. This is my new favorite thing that Arnie's going to go with when everyone has a take. Well, go put your money on it. Go bet on it. How much money have you lost betting your kid's college fund? On things. That's why he goes to the best junior college money can buy. No, he goes to Kent State. I, I still can afford that. I got that going for Isn't me. Isn't he on a hockey scholarship? Do you even? No, have to pay no, for they don't give you oh, anything. Okay. Yeah, no, no scholarship there. I All wish. Right. By the way, I don't really think Ezekiel Elliott's contract is that ridiculous, and we can fight about that later if you want. Because when we come back to the guys from Fox Sports Radio Studios, we'll dive into some more of your uh, tweets to the show. It's Stinking Genius One of It Plank Show, but uh, a big move by the NBA's richest owner could be on tap in moments. Steve DeSager has the details here on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Steve DeSager in the house. As we kind of dive into, I guess, everything else. That's what kind going of music is of this? You're giving me a headache for crying out Everybody's loud. Everybody's going to the party. Jeez. Have a real good time. Oh, my goodness. Dancing. Oh, it's a great tune, Arnie. You really Come don't on. know who this is? Who is that, Twisted Sister or something? I don't know what it is. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Jump up a couple decades, dude. <laughs> 
Wow. Is it Twisted Sister? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so DeSager joins so, us. So is it? No. No, no it is It not. is not uh, Twisted Sister. It is System B-Y-O-B. of the Down. Oh, Twisted System, Arnie. There you go. Okay, my Just bad. Just every so often, crank that up before your Orange Theory Roddy workout. James Dio. points will go know. up. You'll be great. <laughs> DeSager, we got, we got a rich man on the move, and this yeah. is developing rather quickly. What's going on in L.A.? I've said this before with some confidence that the Clippers are moving eventually. With great confidence, I can say now tonight that when you saw the Clippers on national TV from Staples Center today, they're not going to be playing there in five years. They're, they're <laughs> out. They're done. So can, can you educate me real quick on this? Because – I remember in the off season at some point the Clippers Twitter feed threw out these incredible renderings of this new home. Yes, was so that's happening that, or that's, that's what they're going to build in England. Okay, yes, right. uh, it's going to be next door to the new LA Rams stadium that is under construction. But the Clippers owner, Moneybag Steve Ballmer, is in, quote, advanced negotiations to buy the form in Inglewood, which is on the same long block. It's the place not only where the Lakers used to play with Magic Johnson and company, but it's the forum is owned by MSG, and Madison Square Garden Company has long been battling Balmer to keep him out of the neighborhood, fearing the competition. Uh, they don't want him gotcha. to build there. So Balmer's just going to buy their building, and that clears the way for the Clippers to build their own place. So within a mile on the same street in Inglewood, you'll have the Forum, the old place at one end, the Clippers, their new arena at the other end, and the L.A. Rams stadium in between. And and let me let me just get this correct. And only one way to get there, and that's take the back streets of off the four hundred five. Is is that what you're telling me there? Is that what I'm thinking here? And also from the Clippers corner at Century Boulevard, literally, you just take that under the freeway bridge to LAX. It's right on the other side of the freeway from LAX. All oh, of that those. won't cause any traffic problems. No, none whatsoever. Here. Exactly none, as zero. Staples Center did not when it was built about 20 years ago. <laughs> Downtown LA, get there to a Friday night game, no problem. Well, the Clippers have a lease at Staples Center that ends in the summer of 2024. So um, you probably didn't hear it here first, but you'll hear it everywhere. They're going to be gone after that mm. uh, because they've been uh, – not owners there. They're just co-tenants and clearly the third tenant in the building. They they don't get much of a say in their scheduling. They complain about that, which shocks me. You're a renter, dude. Shut up. LA <laughs> should get a third team and have them play there with the Clippers and they could rent it out to them. <laughs> they would have space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Clippers currently in these two decades at Staples Center, they get a smaller share of the club seats and suites money and all of that. And it's because the LA Kings owner, the Anschutz Group, AEG, they built the place and they run the place and they got a piece of the Lakers when they did build the place. So the oh, it's not Jack Kent Cook anymore. My, no, it's my bad. It's been going, yeah, back when Twisted Sister was on the church. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Great, great recall. Uh, yeah. With Steve Bulber, by the way, if you want to know how rich he was, there was a Forbes article that I had read that mentioned in one of the sentences $9 billion. I read, $60 billion, I thought. I read it more closely. His net worth went up $9 billion yeah. in the previous yeah. year. It's over $50 billion now because Microsoft shares had gone up the previous years. He's not just wow. the richest NBA owner. He's the richest owner in u.s sports for five know your years billionaires running. to sager know he's, your billionaires he's top 10 among all americans i mean the guy paid wow. two billion dollars for the clippers for crying out loud <laughs> who've never still been out of the second round of the playoffs so he's gonna build his own place and 
they don't even have ownership of their practice facility currently, so they can build their own offices, practice facility, all of that stuff over there. Wow. A uh, note That's about awesome. college basketball, which uh, regular season ends next Sunday. There was a, quite a matchup today with Northwestern, which has lost 12 in a row, playing at Nebraska, which has been awful this year. I'll give Fred Hoiberg a pass because he's just starting a rich contract at Nebraska. Chris Collins, the Northwestern coach, gets him finally into the NCAA tournament for once, and, and he's making about $2 million. This is one of the biggest scams in sports, by the way. <laughs> a small aside is the amount of dollars that go to not just basketball, but obviously football head coach contracts, even when you haven't proven yourself more than one year in your current location. Well, that's the going rate. Let's give an right. Okay, so Northwestern has lost 12 in a row. But they got to play at Nebraska, and they won in overtime, each team 2-16 and 16 in conference. Nebraska theoretically was scholarship players on the court. On free throws, they were 8 of 30 in this wow. game. Wow! According to the Big Ten Network, in the past decade, no team in Division One has shot under 30% from the foul line when they had that many attempts in a game. That's insane. There are over 300 college basketball teams in Division One, so this was a first, a once in a decade type thing with the Nebraska home loss. Gosh, yeah, who's the wow free throw coach is there? Is correct. Uh, we'll talk more about XFL next hour, but I will say about attendance. We had an LA game with 12,000 a week ago. We had the New York game with a very lonely crowd of 12,000 yesterday, <laughs> and Tampa Bay tonight had 12,000 fans. Tampa Bay was 0 3, but they did shut out DC. Cardale Jones, nine of 22 passing, just well, 72 yards. No touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Houston's 4-0 now. They won at Dallas. There was attendance of 18,000 there where the Rangers have played. Landry Jones threw three interceptions in the first quarter of that one. And tore his knee up, too. Yeah, late, so. yeah. Yeah, not good. But I do want to talk some XFL next hour, so good call, Steve DeSager. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Steve not only has an update, but we've got to talk about Arnie's diet and the NBA. It's next on Fox. Oh, oh, let's go. Final hour from the Geico let's Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, I tease this. I don't want to spend yeah. too much time on it. But did you really get in trouble for having a turkey sandwich with soup for lunch, Arnie? Come yes, I did. Now. My wife what? deemed it that I was eating horribly. And I said all I was eating was a turkey sandwich and some soup and ginger ale. She she counts the oh. ginger ale as being bad also. That's a soda. It's got sugar in it. You shouldn't be drinking it. Oh, you sound like my wife now. But I thought you, see, I thought you had a toddy there. I really did. I thought you no, were having no, like a, it, a vodka and no, something it was, with you. It was a, no, I was oh. not having a booze or anything. What, <laughs> what I didn't show you in the picture, though, was the piece of red velvet cake I bought, the <laughs> two boxes of uh, Girl Scout cookies, and the double stuff Oreos that I, I you, said. You, yeah. You know and, But I that mean. wasn't for lunch. That's for dinner. I didn't. You know, I was just taking my lunch picture. I didn't take that picture. I think my favorite part, Arnie, by the way, if you missed it, earlier today tweeted his lunch. I worry about that being white bread, but we're not here to judge. Yes. I bring this up for one reason and one well, reason Well, I toasted only. it. Did I toast it? That, that takes away some of the calories, I think. Does it? I did not I know that. I don't know. I'm making I, that I think up that's an old wives' tale. Okay. If you toast white bread, it takes the calories Idiot. out of it. Idiot. <laughs> that sounds like something my sister will say when she's talking about the nutritional mean, value of what she's You mean you don't have to wait kids. 20 minutes before going into the pool after you eat? I, I think that's another one, that? too. I, I don't believe okay. that. But, but here's the best part, and the only reason I bring it up, Bobo, did, did you or did, did music or, or disagree? Did any of you happen to see this tweet at all today? Because there is one thing that I absolutely loved about this is the little humble brag that Arnie throws out there. That he just happens to be looking at a magazine called 
every runner has a reason. Like you're <laughs> like as soon as you get done with your sandwich and soup, you're gonna go hit the trail and start running. Is that is that what you're trying to throw out there that this is just a prelude to, and a precursor to some exercise? I don't even know what you're talking about, so I, I have to go through my table to see what what was on my All table right. when I took the picture. I just I thought it was like for instance, some people will conveniently slide in, say, a, a really fancy book in the background of their oh, shop. Oh, I so, get it. I get yeah. it. So they're trying to be sneaky about how well-read they are or something uh, of that nature. I should have put in, like, weightlifters tonight or something <laughs> like that. <you> know? <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, you can check that out. That's on Arnie's uh, Twitter timeline. Coming up this hour, we're going to buy or sell. We're going to dive into uh, Arnie's picks. But, listen, I, I've not done a very good job tonight in, in diving into all of your great tweets. No, so let's you have do not. it right here. No, you have not. At Stinkin' Genius One. Everybody should follow Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. Here's a few of them. A lot of stuff on Brady. But I did like this from Johnny B. Good. Yeah. Because everyone's still kind of buzzing about Zion and LeBron's show that they put on tonight. Johnny writes, I think Zion will put in his time in the abyss that is New Orleans for a couple of years. Then he'll demand a trade to your New York Knicks. Now remember, we can only Arnie, pray on that. We can only pray that that does happen. Please. Now, have you done a one eighty on Zion? Because you weren't necessarily all in that he was going to be a game changer. You were worried about his weight, and looks like he's rolling pretty well. Oh, you think Captain Obvious? You, you think so, huh? You think he's looking pretty good? I'd rather so. have him over Jason Tatum at this point. And Jason Tatum has looked awesome in the month of February, and I still would rather have Zion. Well, I'll say this. Um, I'm all in right now on the Zion train. I've watched more New Orleans Pelicans basketball than I thought was humanly possible. I've I found myself absolutely positively being not just all in on Zion, but, Arnie, am I crazy to think that if this team can get into the playoffs, they could be a problem? And, again, yes, it looks like they could only, get to, the, crazy. They yes, could only get to the eight, maybe to the seven. Things are a little bit weird in the in the West right now. But I, I'm digging it right now. I think it's, I, it's not only fun with Zion, but I'm digging everything about what's kind of happened with the Pelicans. It's like the Lakers with a superstar for the last five years. Ingram and, and Lonzo Ball and all these guys that were supposed to be great and – uh, Josh, uh, oh gosh, why did I just blank on the kid from Villanova's name? That's uh, play Josh Hart, who's Josh played Hart. real well for him. Yeah, I mean, I just it, it, am I crazy in thinking this is actually a fun team, and maybe there's not a bigger market that they can do things in New Orleans. No, I mean, look, I enjoy the story also. I would have loved to see what Zion would have been able to do if he would have started at the beginning of the year, if he would have been rookie of the year instead of Morant. But um, that said, they're not going to get out of the first round if they happen to make it. It, it. They're not on the same as the Lakers' part. And then you know that the referees swallow the whistle. Um, you know, defense takes over. I, they're not. They're not on the same level as the Lakers right now. All right, here's a few more on the non-NBA side of things. Paul writes, "I don't hate Romo. I just don't get why some people think he is the greatest thing ever. He yeah. gets in the way of Nance more than anything." Um. I think they work really well together, Arnie. I mean, I mean, I know that's kind of crazy, but I, I, I think those two, they really have a good, gosh, it sounds corny to say ebb and flow to them, but I kind of, yes, he, he tramples over him. It doesn't really stop Nance very often. I, I do like the dynamic of that booth. Do you? 
I well, look, I, I think they do a good job. They work off each other. I just love to see him be able to do a show like this. I'd be willing to take a couple of Sundays night off to hear Romo and Plank, and then let me hear Romo's predictions on where Tom Brady's going to go. You know who's going to win the NBA Finals? Are the Astros going to get? I want to see him do a show like this and earn your seventeen million dollars. But I no, I do like them. They they work well together. That doesn't mean that he deserves that type of money. And I thought the play by play guy is supposed to get more. Money than the color analyst. That's that's your neck of the woods, isn't that what's supposed to happen, Chris? Or what? Well, I mean, I would hope so, but uh, you know, it's not always the case. Here, here's the thing. I, I am I am really surprised. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't be. I'm kind of surprised that you're triggered by this and you're mad by the reports that Tony Romo is going to get what 17 million dollars per year from CBS. Um, I, I'm I'm surprised how mad you are. I was really surprised to see the players' reaction to this. Why would because, you be surprised about that? Who was it? Uh, Michael Thomas saying, yeah, uh, you know about the he should make more money than 90 percent of the players, and uh, I think Tyreek Hill liked that and. Um, I forget who else made a comment about it. Also, um, thought it was oh uh, Odell Beckham Jr. said he's going to retire and become a football announcer. I, <laughs> well, I, good, do it if you think you're good enough. Go for it. I mean, obviously they're willing to pay, and if you're good, do it. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. Boy, that sounds like something are, I read are out you of a self help book. Are you one of those guys that say, well, they shouldn't compare what the players make the Romo because it's apples and oranges? The NFL again, CBS. Are you one of those guys? Because I do think there's a correlation there. You know? No, 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 no. I, I could understand the frustration, but if I'm a player, I'm not mad about seeing a former player get 17 mil. I think. Wow, I can get paid after my career if I'm good enough at this, right? I mean, I just I don't know why anyone would look at that and think, oh, how dare they? I mean, it kind of gives us all hope that there's money to be made in this profession. <laughs> although, although again, I, 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 it seems excessive. And, and how about this? I'll agree with you on one front. I feel like in a time when we're negotiating a CBA and you're hearing about how TV networks and cutting the cord is such a problem, and you hear about cutbacks at different places. When right. you suddenly see a dude getting $17 million a year to call uh. football games, yeah, right. I mean, that, that that triggers a lot of people. So to me, and, and CBS didn't announce this. This was, this was broken by, I think, the New York Post and Andrew Marchand. But, Arnie, the optics of it or or what I think is bad. The timing of it I don't think could be well, what worse do you, right now. What do you what about the commissioner? Do we not give the commissioner crap every year because we find out he every makes year. what thirty, forty, fifty million dollars? Yep. Which by the way I think is more deserved than what Tony Romo's making, I promise you that. Here's a good point from Ernie the Great Opiner who writes, Why is Arnie so upset? The only difference between Tony Romo and Arnie's contract is just a few zeros. Is just that right, few. Arnie? Yeah, just, just a, a few. few. Um I, I've been a constant defender of of this deal but i was intrigued by russell's tweet at is someone here writes i won't watch a game because of announcers but if it's troy aikman i will turn my sound off or switch to sap even though i can't speak spanish what does he have a problem with troy aikman for i don't understand that i don't don't know I, i i don't know i mean to be honest with you i of all the people that I think stay fairly, and the term wouldn't necessarily be generic, but really give a, a, a good analysis on both sides, I, I think Aikman's better than Romo. And again, I think it's because of the way that he and Joe Buck play off each other. I think that's just what makes it so fun. He's, he's as straight man of an analyst as you can have. I think he's great. I mean, I really do. I, you know, honestly, Arnie, here you go. You ready? 
I think Collinsworth is great. Now, we don't get to watch him very much because we're on the air on Sunday nights, and right. usually it's the first half. But, man, people hate him. I kind of dig him. Yeah, So I don't really have anyone outside of maybe, I don't know, Phil Sims back in the day or Booger McFarland that when I listen to I'm like, oh, my gosh, turn this down. But I, I've also, on that same vein, I'm I'm not going to find myself tuning in more because well, I don't understand game still. all the hate for Joe Buck either. I think that's just insane. Never understood I, that. I, I first of all, I think he does a great job, and if you don't think he does a great job, that's fine. But to to have the downright hate, I I don't know even where that comes from, to be honest. You know, it's funny too because there's so many people that are. You know what? This is always an if you're watching, say, a Sunday afternoon game. You know, well, baseball season series. You can do it during baseball season as well, too. Search Joe Buck in Twitter. It's amazing the disdain that's out there for this <laughs> man. All right, yeah, I, I don't get it. A couple of other quick ones, real quick. Uh, this one from Legendary Gene at Eugene the Legend, who writes, Arnie. Knicks fans are the most delusional fans on the face of the earth. They think they're going to end up with every big name and always end up getting shut out. Weren't they supposed to have Zion? Well, that was them not winning the lottery, which they yeah, that has nothing to do about free agency. But they were supposed to have Durant, right? Wasn't that kind of a guarantee that was thrown out there? You gonna throw that back in my face? Hey, he wanted to go to Brooklyn. I guess Brooklyn's a lot better than Manhattan. I, I don't know why he would do that. That will be the biggest but that's gonna be his biggest downfall now. You don't think he's second guessing himself after what he's seen going on with Kyrie and Kyrie being hurt this year, and then you have to wonder if that guy's ever gonna stay healthy. I will say it's kind of wild because where I live, I live in Oklahoma. Everything he says, everything that he brings up is so triggering to everyone in this state. It's amazing, Arnie. You want to see a bunch of Oklahomans get mad, uh, call Adrian Peterson AP and say anything nice about Kevin Durant or or any quote that he brings up. It's it's so amazing. So to me, he's constantly been in my news cycle. And, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he's happy because he's not playing and he's bored and he has all this free time to basically what? Just sit and play on Twitter. So I'm sure he's having second thoughts right now and it's frustrating that he's not playing. Uh, And then to truly hit just about every topic we've talked about today. No, you're missing one I wanted to get to also, but go ahead. Oh, all right. Uh, This one from a trucker, Joe, who was worried about my slash your wheezing, who writes, I think the Titans should give Henry, that's Derrick Henry, the running back, the Kirk Cousins package. Tag him two times, make him prove himself again. You don't have to worry about releasing Ryan Tannehill, but he says release Ryan Tannehill, sign Rivers or Brady. So, I, I, yeah, you can tag him. We'll see how many franchise tags or transition tags are going to be available when and if the CBA is done. But I think eventually they are going to have to tag him in order to try to find a way yeah. to keep him around. And then they might be in the market for, say, uh, uh, Phillip Rivers if they can't get Brady. Yeah, if they could pull that off, that's exactly what I would have done. Plus, I, something I wanted to ask you for a long time now, ever since we heard about there was going to be a 17th game, and we weren't sure what the 17th game was going to be. And I said, well, obviously they'll put, play overseas instead of one team getting nine home games, one team getting eight home games. And then the rest, neutral site, that 17th game neutral site. And I'm like, they should do it in places like Oklahoma where they don't have NFL teams, but they have, you know, the facilities. Could you imagine if the NFL came to Oklahoma to play like the University of Oklahoma? How how crazy would that be with tickets and stuff like that, Chris? Oh, I think it'd be great. And I think it'd be good for the NFL to consider doing it. But 
if you're at a place like say, I don't know, Vegas, you know, you're gonna you're gonna give up one of your home games or is it always gonna be Jacksonville? No, everybody's to gotta give up. Gotta give up. It, we're talking about the seventeenth game for everybody though. So it's still eight and eight, but that way nobody has an advantage and you have teams that play in the in the vicinity. I don't know how you could work it out, but you gotta do something about the seventeenth game, don't you? Would you put a game, well, I mean, not necessarily, because one year you could have nine home games, the next year you could have nine road games, and it can alternate. But uh, I would be fascinated then to see beyond just, to say, maybe putting it on a college campus, would you go to a place like St. Louis and put a game? Not necessarily a Rams game, but maybe a Bears game, maybe a Chiefs oh, game. Oh, yeah, uh, Ab- absolutely. Would, would, would you go to a place that maybe like San Antonio? Yeah. That doesn't necessarily have – I mean, you're looking at – Places where the XFL has found some not found right. some non NFL places to play games. Maybe you're, if you're trying to find something unique, something different for at least a season, give it a shot. I'm not against that at all. I think it'd be yeah. great. Definitely San Antonio. Definitely, uh, you know, like in Oklahoma or in Nebraska, where you have the big facilities. You could do that. Burlington, Vermont. I'm just kidding about Vermont, but well, you know, no, but here's. Yeah. Here's what you would have to do, though, Arnie. There is one caveat to it: play games in Tuscaloosa, but make sure it's a Titans game. Right, so you can if they're going to have to play in Tuscaloosa, they're going to get to see Derrick Henry. Give Oklahoma a game, but make it a Browns game or an Arizona Cardinals. Oh game yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, half the Sooners are are on the the Baltimore Oof. Ravens. Make it a Ravens game. I I, I just I see what, that that vision and I like that idea, but be very interested to see if that's even on the table for what they might do with the seventeenth game. Now, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's my favorite segment of the night. Well, actually, it's one A to Arnie's picks. Buy or sell. From a busy, maybe lie-filled weekend in the Combine, we'll find out what we learned and what Arnie believes next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Buy or sell coming up in moments here on Arnie and Plank. But first, want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much we'll spend millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched discover cash back match what are you waiting for learn more discover.com slash cash back match not one of my picks but i got uh fury in in the uh next fight fight three so not um, one of my picks there uh hold on um now i i gotta mention this real quick yeah uh chris writes chris please from one chris to another please stop saying triggered Simple request. Use your words. You are, and he used your correctly. Better than that. Love the Sunday night show. I, I, have I said triggered a lot? To, have I been triggered a lot tonight? If I've said triggered a lot tonight, then that probably means that I've been triggered a lot tonight. You've so. been doing that and breathing into the microphone like an axe murderer. I've been breathing like a murderer, and that's probably not a good thing. No, You're right. No. And then Tony writes, when I was in high school, I would watch the Celtics games, turn off the volume, and listen to Johnny Most on WBZ Radio Boston. Often wondered if we were watching the same game. <laughs> hey, you know, here's 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 a little fun fa- fun fact for you, gentlemen. Did you know that they are working on a technology where either by hitting a button on your TV or Maybe it would be like an adapter that you would plug in. I don't know, something of that nature, to where you'll be able to choose different broadcasts. Like, say, for instance, you're watching the Steelers and the Ravens. You could choose between the CBS broadcast or the Steelers or the Ravens broadcast. Arnie, you're watching the Arizona Wildcats. They would have the technology to where instead of having to listen 
to I well everyone would want to listen to Bill Walton but let's just say hypothetically instead of listening to the broadcasters that the network's giving you you'll be able to listen to your local broadcasters so it's kind of like March Madness with the finals when you can watch you know listen to the one team or the other team or the homers and stuff like that right is that what you're saying well but I mean it wouldn't just be like the homework I mean it would be their yeah. true radio broadcast so yes right. yes exactly what you're talking I, about I have a better idea you know I don't know if I told you about this idea but you know like you have virtual reality concerts you know what yeah, I mean of course I think we should have virtual reality games can you imagine taking your kids to like a 1988 Dodger World Series games and you're just watching virtual reality like the guys out onto the field and stuff like that how how insane would that be kind of like the concert Oh, I'm I'm sure it's coming, Arnie. Um, I, Don't I was, steal my idea. That's my idea. I kind of think it's been out there for a little bit, but you better no. go ahead and patent that bad boy as soon yeah. as you can. So I've never heard sad. anybody bring that up. That, can you imagine father-son time? You take your kid to you know, the old Dodger game or an old Lakers Showtime game and enjoy that. You got the crowd getting all pumped up. That'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. That's a billion-dollar industry. Yeah, um, there might be a technology out there, Arnie, so I would go ahead and, and get I'm this a genius. patented while you can. That's a uh, great and, idea, as a matter of fact. The more I think about it, the more I'm proud of myself. <laughs> right. You just wish you would have taken care of getting a patent. I wish I had billions of dollars to do it, yeah. Go tomorrow to the copyright office or wherever you need to go. And then, uh, finally, just one other quick note before we get too carried away. I will say that... Arnie is not very happy. He's a little bit upset with Tony Romo's deal. But let me ask you this. Who would you say would be the guy that would deserve a contract on – well, I don't want to say on par. But if Tony Romo's number one in the NFL broadcasting world, Arnie Spanier, in your opinion, who's number two, number two, if you're investing financially in a broadcast analyst or play-by-play guy? God, I, I don't know if there's anybody – you see, they, they don't bother me. They don't help me. They don't make the game better or worse. I agree. But obviously there's a pecking order here somewhere, right, where somebody's getting to call more games because they're good, and we don't usually lose our minds about guys that are good, but we sure do when they're bad. So would you say that- I like Joe Buck. I mean, I like go. him a lot, but I, I'm not giving him $17 million if that's what No offense, Joe, but I'm – just not going to go ahead and do that. All right, time for buy or sell here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Our play of the day as well coming up here in just a bit. But, Arnie, I'm going to have this as somewhat of an audio version of buy or sell to help me out. So are you ready? We're gonna, do it. We're going to start with the same buy or sell topic that has started buy or sell since basically, I don't know, the invention of this segment. Here we go. Back to the combine, Jeff Darlington, who has kind of become Tom oh, Brady's yes. Brian Windhorse for LeBron James, had this to say about Tom Brady returning to the Patriots. At this point, I'd be stunned if he returns to New England, to be, to be very blunt about it. And I understand that people don't necessarily want to accept it. Even those close to Brady still sit there and say, yeah, but you'll... So that's what Jeff Darlington said. We played earlier what Peter King said. I just had breakfast this morning with a quite a big influencer in the NFL. And I said, what's your gut feeling about Brady? He goes, oh, he's, he's definitely going back to New England. And this guy knows a few things. And again, has Bill Belichick had his summit meeting with Tom Brady? I don't know. Not that I know of, but who knows? Maybe he has. I wish I could say, yep, he's right or no, he's wrong. But I can't say either. I'd be surprised if that decision has been made. But that, that's the only thing I can say. Yeah. It would surprise me. Now, at least Jeff Darlington said that he thinks he's going to be gone. Peter King has confused the absolute you-know-what out of us. So, Arnie, buy or sell right now. 
it's truly a three-team battle between the Raiders, Titans, and Patriots for Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, I am buying that. Matter of fact, it's like that old Hall and Oates song. You know that song I'm talking about? He's gone. I think it's She's Gone. Well, work with me here a little bit, Okay, Chris. let's do it. We can do it. Creative, creative. Yeah, I got right. you. Let's he's go. Arnie, Oh, he's gone. Arnie. You better learn how to face it. You'll pay the devil to replace him. He's can, gone. For the love of everything <laughs> that is good in this world, can you never try to sing again on the <laughs> he's, radio? He's oh, gone. No, please don't. Please don't. If you I, I, try I, again, I'm literally going well, to cut the mic off. I'm no Hall and Oates. I understand <laughs> no. that, but that... That's you're, not what's even, going- you're not even a building right now. You're not, <laughs> you're not even seeds. I don't know well, what that was. That was just well, that, horrible. That's what's happening. He's gone, um, and I really believe, uh, and I'll give you who I think he's going to end up with when I do my selections, but I, I don't buy that he's going back to the Patriots. And, you know, people say, well, the reason the Patriots haven't talked to him because it's standard operating procedure to wait until the new CBA, and then they deal with him. I'm like, Maybe that's good for 99% of the guys on the team. But standard operating procedure doesn't, you know, go toward Tom Brady. Tom Brady deserves better than standard operating procedure. Um, You need to go ahead and forget about that and get Kraft and Belichick and Tom in the room um, because I I don't like the way this is turning out right now. So I, I want I've got like three more cuts for you, but I want to get to Sager in here before we do that. Are you, are you in this? I guess this is part of buy or sell. So, are you buying that maybe it's Bill Belichick saying, I, "I don't think we need to break the bank for him right now." Everybody, just calm down. Is this is this Belichick led that maybe he's not necessarily sold, or or that he wants to try to win it with someone else? I I, I guarantee you that. Wow, I promise you that. That's why it's got to this point. I think Bill wants to move on without him and prove that he can win. And I think that's what started this whole thing. Tom's not feeling appreciated, and he said that in, what, Tom versus Time, they don't feel appreciated. I think this is all has to do with Belichick. A few more audio clips. First of all, in buy or sell, Arnie, uh, are you buying Jerry Jones when he says this about Dak Prescott? The same as I feel about Steven. Uh, there's no going forward without Steven or, your, or one of your family members. So you got to get it figured out. So – are you buying then that Jerry Jones and the Cowboys will find a way to figure out this contract situation with Dak Prescott and he'll be the Cowboy quarterback for years? Well, you know, if he's going to compare him to family members like Steven, um, my question is, isn't Steven now, what, 50% owner then? Isn't he half owner of the Cowboys because his dad is the owner? How much should Steven have to pay for his 50% of ownership? Oh, wait, he didn't have to pay anything. He's just born into the right family. Well, then give Dak his money if he's like a family member. If he's just like Steven, and Steven got his 50% for free, give Dak his $40 million a year, Jerry, and move on. Stop with your baloney. He's not like family, and you would be put the franchise tag on him so fast it's going to make your head spin. So stop with the baloney. Why is there this incessant need for people to tell Dak Prescott to, to take less money? I mean, I, I understand it. That well, he we should. Should. He shouldn't be taking $40 million. He's not worth $40 million. Arnie, you're worth what someone's going to pay you. Are you telling me if you got a call tomorrow that said I'm going to give you twenty million? You're like, no, 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 fam, I'm good. Why, why, why do you expect Dak to do if if, if no one else would? Well, suppose they right said mind. I'll give you. They'll say I'll give you twenty one million, but Plank's got to go, or I can give you twenty million and Plank gets to stay. All right, I'll take the million or less. 
No, you won't. And I yes, love I you to yes, death. I but know, Arnie, but I you're so full of S right now. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm why, not. Why are we bemoaning people for making money? We're fighting right now over a CBA, well, and everyone wants to act like they care about player safety, and yet here we come away and, oh, we want to get these players paid in health insurance, but by God, Dak Prescott, you better take less money. What is wrong with people? I don't look. I, I don't. It's not about taking less money. I don't think he's worth forty million. I, I would look. What, whatever the market is, is it thirty-three million? Is it thirty-five million? I don't know what that number is. I know it's right around there. Forty million's too much. Thirty million's not enough. So you know, work with me. Is it thirty-five? Are we going to be at middle ground? Let's thirty-five million. Don't sign the papers. Don't make such a big thing about it. Give him the thirty-five million then. Well, then I think they will. I think they're going to find a way to do it. But I know this sounds crazy. Jerry Jones always seems to find a way to get it done. I, I've, I've doubted him enough, but he always seems to find a way. All right, I don't want to fight with you on the Cowboys, so let me get yeah. one random note here before we get out of, uh, out of conversations about the Combine and the NFL. Yes, Arnie, I'm going to Indianapolis, but for the Colts coach, Frank Wright. There's very few players that have the luxury of saying, I'm a lock. 24-7. I don't have to ever worry about job security. That's a luxury in this league that not very many people have. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. It's the unwritten, it's the unspoken truth that we all know exists. And you, you're a man about it. You welcome the competition. And let's get better. So with that in mind, I played it. Because I think we're sleeping on Indianapolis as being a potential landing spot for names like Brady or Rivers or Tannehill. Arnie. Buy or sell, we're sleeping on Indianapolis as a destination spot for free agent quarterbacks. Yes, we are sleeping on a spot for, uh, for the Colts for a destination nice. for a free agent quarterback, but uh oh, but uh, we haven't heard this rumor, so could I be the first to start it, even though I have no inside sources to this one? Are you trying to bring back Andrew Luck again? That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Where is that guy? What's he been doing? I haven't heard much of him. Wouldn't be surprised if, like, three days from now, somebody like Adam Schefter goes, I've been hearing uh, been rumors out of the Andrew Luck camp that he, he's itching to come back, and then we'll all be all over that rumor like, you know what? So why don't I start it before somebody else gets credit for it? So have you heard people talking about him coming back? Let's let's go all in on this. No, but that uh. doesn't mean I can't start it, though. <laughs> Everybody what? else starts rumors during this time. Why can't I start one? Uh, and then, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy or sell one more, Arnie, before we get out of here. Uh, Greg Cosell is a great guest right. on The Herd with Colin Coward. And he had this to say about one Tua Tungavailoa. Oh, guess I should turn it up. Not a great athlete who's an efficient executor of a well-schemed passing game. Not Russell Wilson. He struggled to get away from college defenders when he moved so he's certainly going to struggle to get away from NFL defenders and there's one thing about Tua that I'm a little bit concerned about he showed a tendency to climb the pocket when it was not necessary and he's six feet tall and that's going to have to be cleaned up Arnie are we uh, getting a little carried away in our euphoric praise for Tua and his health is there maybe some questions about athleticism that we should concern ourselves with well no I think he throws a good ball athleticism Look, maybe you could question it, but we always do that to quarterbacks nowadays. We we pick and we prod until we can come up with every little mistake and every hiccup and every little tweak here. Um, I like Tua. If he didn't have that injury, I still think he'd be the number one quarterback taken. 
um, over Joe Burrow, no matter how great of a season Joe Burrow had. But Tua went down, so you got to deal with it. I think we're making too much of this, though, right now. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's what you all came for today. It's Arnie's picks, and they're next on Fox Sports Radio. Final segment, Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Man, great job tonight by Bobo on the wheels of steel, Steve DeSager. Uh, Ryan Music in for Lita Lap tonight. Uh, great job, Ryan. Appreciate getting a chance to Got talk to Got a big promotion Matt. working on this show. Did he not or what? I, I Yeah, I would assume so. Matt <laughs> Verderam, did I say it right? Who joined Matt Verderam. There you yeah. go. And uh, Todd Furman, you can always find all of our segments on the podcast. So if you missed any part of it, go to foxsportsradio.com. Yeah. You can download the pod or simply search Fox Sports what? Weekends on your podcast device. What like Troy, who sends this in, that punk stinking genius has terrible takes and is as interesting as the CBA NFL talk, a complete and utter weasel. I feel bad because I'm the one who's been talking about CBA and NFL all Yeah, I was going to say, that's so. a shot against you in a way, a little I, bit. That's you know, I'll take you. that. I'll take those. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's on me. Now, <laughs> what I'm not sorry for is the Geico play of the day. Now, you would think that if we're going to talk about the Lakers-Pelicans game that you would have to bring up something Lakers-related, and I would agree. But this was a pretty solid call by the Pelicans radio network. Rebound Drew Holiday, who goes behind the back. Front court, center circle, bumped by Green. Now down low favors from Lonzo. Throw it up. No! Flushed in with two hands by Zion Williamson. <laughs> That's a great call. Unfortunately, wow. it was... Um, it wasn't the positive outcome mm. for the Pelicans tonight. Lakers won it 122-114. Incredible performance from both Zion and LeBron. When these guys go at it, they bring out the best. LeBron with a triple-double, 34 points, 12 rebounds, 13 assists. Zion Williamson, 35 points and 7 rebounds. That's your Geico play of the day. Do you own or rent your home? Well, of course you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com, easy. All right, Arnie, let's wrap it up with your picks. The only way we know how to do it, take it away, stinking genius. Okay, give me a little music. Put me in the mood. Let me start with my Arizona Wildcats. I made this prediction yesterday. Don't like what's going on. They've lost three in a row. Uh, one more week to go before then we have the Pac-12 tournament. Arizona will get back on track. Didn't like that loss to UCLA when we had him down by four. Then we had him down by two um, with like a minute something left, and we just choked it away. We've got to get back on track. We might be in danger of missing the damn tournament. Uh, <laughs> we'll get back on track. We'll beat Washington and Washington State, get the sweep there at home. Now, other ones, while I'm staying in the Pac-12, let me congratulate the UCLA Bruins. What a turnaround. They beat USC, and they will win the Pac-12. So congratulations to the Bruins on what a turnaround season. Didn't think that, I didn't even think they were going to make the tournament if you would have asked me back in uh, November, December. All right, Tom Brady, as much as I would love for him to go to the Giants, and everybody says he's just going to go back to the Patriots, I get a good feeling I don't know. Maybe it's because he's FaceTime and Vrabel. I don't know what it is. I got a feeling Tom Brady's going to end up with the Titans, and then my Titans are going to be one of the Super Bowl favorites. Um, also, I get a gut feeling that all the rumors are true on Andy Dalton, and he does end up with the Chicago Bears to push Mitch Trubisky. And one other prediction, and I know it's early for this, but I want to get this out of the way so I can be the first to say it. 
Uh, no NBA championship ga- uh, series for the Milwaukee Bucks. They won't get by the Boston Celtics. So for all the great run they're having now, they won't get by the Celtics. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. Remember, they're no longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> by the way, oh, well done, Arnie. Clap, clap, clap. clap Arnie's clap. picks tonight brought to you in part by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match millions of people a year are getting their cash back match discover cash back match what are you waiting for learn more discover.com slash cash back match you're uh you're really all in on your wildcats right now aren't you i have to uh, they're disgusting me i'm so nervous about them i can't believe we don't lose to teams like ucla and usc Arr! <laughs> well you just did so i don't know how yeah, you I know. don't <laughs> but I, you know what I still think you're the best chance the Pac-12 has of getting anything done in the postseason, right? Wow. I mean, that's is that a little bit of hate? I don't know, but good luck, Arnie. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that the Wildcats do well because I hope we play Oklahoma. You, uh, yeah, I mean, if they they could be the best team in the tournament or the worst, they beat they've beaten two ranked teams back to back, and they've also lost to Iowa State. So good luck trying to figure them out. But uh, you better worry about seeing my Tulsa Golden Hurricane, Arnie. That's who you better be worried about. By God, mid-majors taking over college basketball. All right, hey, Arnie, have a great week. You Can't too, wait till friend. next weekend. We're going to be all in on NFL free agency. And, of course, March Madness gets underway with the final week of the regular season. For Bobo and Music and DeSager, he's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Have a great week. Ben Maller is next on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 